Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Here's the pitch. Breaking ball popped up. Who wants it? John Bolton is there. He's got it. Hunter Holland with the complete game. Roland and Holland embrace, and the Hawks take the series, and they remain atop the SEC standings with the most wins in the conference at 19. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. So we're going to talk about what's bothering us in the world of sports. Of course, we want to hear from you. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, of course, Trent Daniel, former Razorback, is going to be joining us here in studio. So always looking forward to catching up with him. What do you think about the uh, Razorback weekend as well as heading into the final weekend of the regular season? That's, of course, thanks to Lift Truck Services here in Little Rock. And we have a very special guest on in the 3 o'clock hour, Hunter Holland. That's right, that Hunter Holland, the guy who had a complete game on Sunday for the Razorbacks. Uh, especially on Mother's Day, which I know meant a lot to him. He's going to join us at 3.05, and we'll have a chance to talk to him about that performance and that game. And I know we're going to get to a lot of uh, NBA talk and all the news that's going on there, not just the games, but some of the coaches being fired and everything. But uh, it's good to be back. I was gone last Friday and this uh, this Monday, of course. Played a little golf yesterday and had our guy Brian Hendricks played with him. So that was really fun to hang out with him and uh, be able to take care of business. But... Uh, it's good to be back. And I'll say this, Joe, yesterday, it was a hot one. Like, even in the early mornings, that humidity, man, that was that was killer. So, which I can't complain because I've, I've always been a warm weather guy. But uh, there's no question about it that uh, the summertime is here and the weather has definitely come along with it. And uh, it's fun to play golf no matter what. But when you're out there, man, you got to make sure you're hydrated because that one was a rough one. There, so, too. between you and Brian, who carried the team or Ooh. were there a couple of other players on the team that – May have led to you guys having a good day on the course. I will say, and this is going to be a cop-out answer, I think we we all kind of contributed in our own way. Uh, But I will say this, me and Brian, uh, because I talked about this on The Zone, I had about a six-hole, like really just a great great run. Like every shot I was hitting was great. But at that same time, Brian did too. So it's almost like we were... We were teammates in that point where we were just uh, going back and forth and seeing who could uh, hit a better shot there, too. So uh, he played really good, though. I mean, uh, I know he was out there, and Rusty and Clayton were two of our teammates, and we appreciate Ray Tucker uh, for setting us up there. And it was a great cause, too, of course, for uh, uh, for, for a guy over at Guatney with, uh, uh, you know, with Tyler Henry and everything that uh, he, he's gone through. And, and the, you know, the cause that it was for was awesome. But, yeah, I was uh, – I, I was 
feeling good about myself later in the game, but you know, at the beginning, we just we just couldn't find it, couldn't couldn't get it going. But that's the game of golf. It's a very humbling experience. Never have heard Brian talking about his golf game or even playing golf. So. Uh, didn't know that that was one of his interests. I see. I I played with him last year and this year, and I'll say this about Brian. Hopefully, he's listening because I'm going to hype him up a little bit. You know, he, he's he's a little older than me, and as well as Rusty, who are all really good guys and a little older than me. But the thing I loved about Brian, straight. His shots, straight. They don't, didn't go always the distance, but they always went straight, and that was always very important for uh, for uh, in those scrambles and everything because. Uh, some, I mean, I can't drive for anything, so I was just trying to you know, keep it in play and not lose a bunch of balls. But it was great, though. It was, it was really fun. And uh, it's fun to hang out with Brian and uh, to see, because I know he's a big outdoorsman. But no, yeah, he, He's a blast. Yeah, yeah, he's out there playing golf, too, man, which I guess is technically outdoorsman. Uh, he, so he just likes being outside, being out in the elements, too. So, uh, But that was a lot of fun, though. It's, it's good to be back and uh, a lot of fun, which I know uh, so many things happened over the sports weekend, which I know I guess you and Pigskin talked about a lot yesterday. I got to listen into a little bit of the show on my way in. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's fun to see. Just of course, you know, we'll talk Razorback baseball with, with Trent and everything too. But uh, knowing that we're getting close to the nitty gritty when it comes to the NBA and the postseason there, and uh, I guess along with that comes not only these great series and great games, but also some coaching firings that happened as well. Uh, some yesterday and even some today so with uh, you know, the, the firing of Monty Williams that happened and then Doc Rivers today from the 76ers. So it is that time of year where in a lot of cases it's not like, oh, we got to wait till the postseason ends. It's like, no, as soon as their season ends, we're making moves, we're making changes, we're going to find somebody else to bring in too. Does not matter how deep your playoff run is. Doesn't matter if you just won a championship within the last couple of years. Everybody wants results, and they want results now, and they want them each and every year. And uh, the sad thing about that is only one team can win every year. Only two teams go to the finals. And so you would feel like maybe the coaches, their teams that get to that point, they're at least safe. But we talked about a scenario a couple of years ago with the Bucks. Mike Budenholzer was on the hot seat pretty much that whole year, and they went on to win it. But that was what had to be done for him to stick around and – get an extension for a couple of years because even had they made the finals that year but they came up short and didn't ultimately win at all there was still a chance they were going to let him go mm, yeah it's almost it gets thrown around as far as nba coaches are very expendable you know just because you have a, a good season or a nice season or even in some cases quote a successful season doesn't mean you're, you're going to keep your job because expectations come along with that and especially in the nba where you have a, a group of players that are highly talented it's not like all those players, I know the Warriors are kind of the exception to the rule, but a lot of times not all those players are going to be together for a long period of time with that one team. So it's kind of like, hey, you get, we got to strike while the iron's hot, and if we feel like we got a championship team and you don't get it done, well, we're, we're going to try to find somebody else that can make it happen. And, and I don't know. I know Doc Rivers being fired, and I know the zone, and, and Christian was talking about him being over. I, I've always kind of been a Doc Rivers fan. I'm not saying he's a Hall of Fame coach for sure, but I'm like, dude, First off, he keeps getting opportunities, and every place he's been, he's only got one title, which is just funny. We only got one, but he's always had six. You know, the Clippers, and then with the 76ers, he's put together good teams and had good success. Just the things that matter the most, those championships, he's other than the one with the Celtics, he's just not been able to get them over the hump and get them to that point of those other teams. It just becomes a situation with these organizations. What are what are they looking for? Who do they feel like is going to be that coach that can help them take the next step? But we know it's about the players. You have to have the players, which the Sixers do have the players. So now in that situation, coaching does matter overall. But who do you think out there is better? Because if you're going to let your coach go, you obviously think that somebody can come in and do a better job and get them to where they want to be, get them over the top, and win a championship. Well, and then to throw in, since I'm talking about Doc Rivers specifically too, it's like you look at the places he left or when he you know went away from the Clippers or even the Celtics or – of course, uh, we'll see what happens with the 76ers, but it wasn't like as soon as he left, then the championship started coming in. Not you know, the circumstances are different. Players leave and come and go and all that, but uh, you know, I just felt like with, with the Clippers situation, like they still haven't been able to, to get to that point, even with Doc Rivers being gone from there. And so it, I guess my point is, is like I never thought like, oh, well, once Rivers leaves, that's when it's like I never thought like, oh, well, once Rivers leaves, that's when you can really get going. Same with the Celtics. I mean, they played in the championship last year, and they have a chance to this year. But it's like, it's not a guarantee of like, okay, well, the problem is Doc Rivers. Once we get rid of him, then everything kind of comes to fruition. Sometimes I think it's a little bit more than that. And uh, I don't know. I feel like the 76ers, 
is is it is are they wrong to fire him? That's not really my cut by above my pay grade, but I felt like if of of all the issues that I saw with the 76ers and why they didn't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, I didn't think, oh, coaching was the problem. I, I just didn't look at it that way. Sometimes with uh, these organizations also, like the Clippers, for example, and Doc Rivers, there have been a couple of others out there. It's about them being president of basketball operations and being in control of that roster altogether. So in those instances, then you see that, those organizations, those teams, they're quick to make changes and not necessarily that they will make a change and say that this coach is gone, but maybe they'll take that title of basketball ops and running everything. They'll take that away and let the coach just concentrate on coaching and not have to worry about all these extra things. But when you originally signed that coach, there was a high price tag on it and they're making a lot of money simply because they do have so many different responsibilities and then it becomes a thing of how do you justify still paying that type of money if the coach is all he's doing is coaching and not having those other responsibilities. But ultimately, if they haven't had the success that they thought they were going to have, when they make that type of change, what they do is they bring somebody in to run the front office to take that pressure off. And then if you can't get it done within a couple of years, now they're looking to make a change altogether. I, I will not be surprised, or may, I don't know, may, I haven't looked into as far as who they're all looking at, but I, mean, I just think it would be funny if I go, oh, the 76ers didn't hire Monty Williams. You know, like they, they just go over that way, and then, but then Doc Rivers goes to the Phoenix Suns. You know, if it's almost like just like a, a trade-off, like, hey, we fired these coaches, but we're going to bring in these other coaches, because these guys are good enough to get at least second chances in the NBA as a head coach, for sure. That's something you could see hap- happening. You could see that Monty Williams may get another opportunity, and it could be with the Sixers, but Doc, I think he may get a little time off at mm-hmm. this point. And that's not to say that he wouldn't coach again, but I, I'm not thinking that he's going to get a job immediately. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what happens uh, with him because, again, he's been in the NBA and been a head coach for a long time right now. and uh, He did go 154-82, and 82, so that was about 65% winning percentage in just his three seasons. And uh, last year had 54 victories. This past season had 54 victories. It was the most with the franchise since... 2000 and 2001. So, because uh, I guess it was this this series, and then was he, he wasn't the coach with Kawhi Leonard hitting Game Seven at the buzzer with the Raptors, right? Was that D'Antoni who was the coach then? Yeah, that was. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't Doc. Okay. Doc was hired after, after that. <laughs> after that one too. So, uh, yeah. So the 76ers, man, they're they're looking to try to try to get something going there. I don't know again who they're going to be uh, all looking at or who will be the guy that gets the job. But you know, just like with the Bucks and just like with the Suns. Whoever gets those coaching jobs, walking into a, a great roster in a great situation, so they can win immediately. But if they don't, uh, they're, they're going to be uh, pretty soon out the door too. Because that's what it seems like. Story of the NBA: you do get uh, a good team to work with. It's not always the teams that are at the top of the draft and starting fresh with young players. Those aren't always the teams that are hiring new coaches. So who would you say in the just in sports in general, and at least high level sports, high paid coaching jobs and everything, like which? Sports slash league is the best for a coach, like a head coach, as far as you know, when it comes to job guarantees and, and longevity. Because we know the NBA is it's very quick and a revolving door. I mean, is it? But here's the thing about the NBA is usually you get second chances a lot of times too. Like coaches get fired, but they get other chances. So that's something I was thinking about today when Doc Rivers got fired. I was like, how, how many other jobs in league, sports, NFL, NBA, MLB, whatever it is, where it's a good spot to be in because of longevity. And you get paid good, and you know you usually get a lot of time too to make it happen. Well, as far as getting some time, probably baseball at this point. I would but think, yeah. when you factor other things in about getting second opportunities, maybe that leans toward the NBA. But MLB, because let's say you don't get another manager position, but you will be on a staff somewhere. So MLB, yeah, I, th- I think so too. Because even uh, coaches that got fired after like one year in the MLB, it's like you got to be pretty disastrous. Because was was it Valentine at the Red Sox when he fired after one year or, or something like that? If I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. And then they uh, they bounce back quite a bit too, though. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and even manager positions. That's right. That's right. We're just getting started here on a Trigger Tuesday, folks. Five zero one six six one one zero three seven is that number to call or text in. We want to hear from you on a Trigger Tuesday. We got a lot more out of bounds coming up next. Stay with us. Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. They'll help you weather the storm. This 
Texas Sports Center. The NBA Combine began yesterday with the athletic testing and measurements. Several Razorbacks took part in it. Anthony Black measured a little smaller than expected as he came in at 6'5 and 3 fourths without shoes and only a 6'7 wingspan. His max vertical leap was 39 inches. Jordan Walsh was the standout of the first days. He came in at 6'5 and 3 fourths with a near 7'2 wingspan and tested very well in the vertical with 36 inches, lane agility, three-quarter sprint, and also the shooting drills where he shot 64% on spot-up attempts. Ricky Council IV only did measurements. He came in at 6'5 with a 6'9 wingspan. Nick Spence Jr. declined to do the measurements and the testing. Of the four players, Jordan Walsh and Ricky Council are the only two that will be participating in the scrimmages that take place on Wednesday and Thursday. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Tune in to Out of Bounds each and every Tuesday to hear from former Razorback pitcher Trent Daniel as he breaks down all the Razorback baseball going on this season, all thanks to Lift Truck Service Center. For rental, sales, parts, and service, contact Lift Truck Service Center today at 501-568-3330 or visit them at one of their locations in Little Rock, Russellville, Van Buren, or Springdale. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup Weed Killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of Weed Killer Roundup. Call our Weed Killer Cancer Hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup Weed Killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-737-9455 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-737-9455. 800-737-9455. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. When he opened his 2023 Masters Tournament by four-putting the first hole, John Rahm quoted his hero, Spanish legend Seve Ballesteros, explaining, I miss, I miss, I miss, I make. That's about all Rahm missed, turning in a masterful performance to claim his first green jacket. Spain has produced Seve, Jose Maria Alothabel, Sergio Garcia, Miguel Angel Jimenez, the world's most interesting man, and now Rahm. All wonderful golfers with touch, verve, imagination, and style. As the national motto of Spain declares, plus ultra, further beyond. Come on by Double B's this week and go further beyond regular prices. As you'll score deals on Lay's potato chips, Doritos, Sunbelt granola bars, and refreshing drinks like Crush, Squirt, Sunkissed, and delightful Hawaiian Punch. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Coach, I asked you what the host of this party was going to be serving up today. What's the drink of choice tonight? Well, you know, I, I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. On 103.7 The Buzz. Every time you come around, you know I can't say no. Take control I can feel the paradise Before my world implodes 
Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, folks. Let us know what's triggering you in the world of sports. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. Get after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. We talk a little NBA and the coaches that get fired and, uh, you know, the ways that other sports, too, and uh, how they uh, handle their coaches or at least the longevity that they have, too. Because I was actually talking with uh, Christian Weaver uh, during the commercial break because he was bringing up the same point. He's like, uh, you know, in the NFL, you get some second opportunities, too, second chances if certain coaches do, if you're fired. Um, unfortunately, the Jets were one of those teams because they decided Adam Gase. <laughs> Adam Gase will be better at the Jets than he was at the Dolphins. They went so. in division. Oh, jeez. So... Uh, but that's so. But I, I felt like most of the time when you've had retreads or second chances of coaches in certain sports, there are one certain sports where it works out and has had examples. But I feel like in the NFL, it doesn't work out as often. Maybe when you have those coaches get those second chances, I think uh, you know John Gruden when he had that long stretch of uh, him being with uh, Tampa Bay and then coming back with Oakland, then Vegas Raiders, whatever. I felt like at least before all that stuff went down and he got fired, he had him going in the right direction. Had a lot of things going for him too, but uh, but he maybe one of the few exceptions to the rule. Like Rex Ryan did okay at Buffalo after the Jets. Uh, trying to think of some. I'm sure there's a lot of other examples I'm missing. NFL coaches are most likely to bounce back as assistant coaches, especially if they haven't been head coaches for a long time. Like if they're getting a new opportunity and you haven't seen them as a head coach before they're if they get let go most likely they're going to go back as an assistant coach and then if they have success with their new team then uh maybe they get a, another bounce back second second opportunity somewhere but that's what you see quite a bit nfl wise where these guys uh you see them some of the great offensive or defensive coordinators they get a head coaching opportunity if they're gone within three, four years, most likely they go back to being a coordinator somewhere. I guess Bill Belichick would be also, a, I guess, an example, right? Because he got fired from Cleveland, essentially, right? Or did he, how did that work out? Because he became an assistant after that under Bill Parcells at the Jets. Well, they uh, they relocated, so they oh, yeah, just hit the reset button and started <laughs> over. Blew it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Now, that's the worst type of thing where it's like, yeah, you did technically get fired, but... It's also the entire franchise disappeared out of the city you were in. So that's a that's a whole nother uh, whole nother thing. But yeah, there's like I said, there's a few examples of it, and you know you see it in, in, in major sports too of getting those second chances because sometimes it is about the fit. Sometimes they fit coaches do at certain places and not so much at others. And then there's some coaches that have high level success, and then for whatever reason they get fired or whatnot, and then they go and they just can't recapture. Some of that high-level success that they had at their previous stop, too. So it just depends. It's all about getting a second opportunity, though, because that that's where it starts. Now, you have to be able to put it all together. You have to have the players in and do certain things to, to try to recreate the same success that you've had or, you know, whatever. And most likely you've had some success if you're going to get a second opportunity. But they're happy to get a second opportunity because it doesn't always come around. Uh, first Arkansas Bank Trust text line from Paul in Lake Village. He says Pete Carroll is an example of uh, you know going to the NFL with the Jets, not doing so hot, but leaving to go college football at USC, coming back with Seattle, and I think uh, he's definitely had plenty of success there with the Seahawks. Still can't believe sometimes he's still in the NFL, coaching an NFL team, and, and as old as he is, which is not like trying to say, oh, you have to be a certain age and get out, but I mean, he's he's about 70 years old, right? He's right there at the mix. So Yeah, I want to say he's 71. 71. So, I mean, the fact that he's still out there, and because as an, especially as an NFL coach, coaches in general of football, but especially the amount of players you have to be dealing with and, and the, the micromanaging that has to be going on, it's a, it's a very difficult thing to process and to move through. So, uh, with him, uh, I think that that just shows uh, age is just a number to Pete Carroll and what he's doing with the Seahawks. But yeah, that's a good one. Also, uh, from the 501 First Arkansas Bank Trust text line says, do you guys think Steve Kerr will be on the hot seat soon if he doesn't get a ring <laughs> next year? Man. Uh, hey, Maybe. With, the, with the trend that's going, that that is where it, it seems to be in that direction. But it depends on what happens with them here with um, their core group of players because they're getting older, and now you have to incorporate the next core group of players, the young players that are on that roster, and it was important to them to keep those players in place and try to turn that page whenever 
Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, whenever they do move on, because the Nets wanted them in return yeah. for KD to possibly trade KD back. But uh, the Warriors chose to stay with their core group of young players, and now it's about developing them. So as long as Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, as long as they're around, Steve Kerr should be around. But if they take that next step and then you can't get anything done with those players, now it's time to look at other options because it's basically like you've uh, you've torn it down and then you need to possibly have a new voice in. Maybe I'm just being a little over the top and maybe a cynic, but I keep wondering, like, why is San Antonio still having Greg Popovich down there? Like, you know, it felt like the, all the magic with them was just about there was Tim Duncan and Manu, Manu and uh, Tony Parker and all of that, which I'm not saying that, oh, as soon as they leave, you got to fire him, but, I mean, they've been gone for a while and they've been pretty bad, so it just makes me wonder when they want to hit the reset button and try something It's different. more on him than them because of everything they've done, the history there, and all the success they've had. It's surprising in a sense that he hasn't chosen to step away at this point, but the Spurs, they're they're not going to, not not that they wouldn't do it, but it doesn't seem as though they're going to force Pop out. They're going to wait on Pop to say, hey, you know, it's time to go ahead and step away because before he got into coaching, he actually was their GM. So he was the GM, and he, they made a coach. Well, they fired the coach, mm-hmm. so essentially he did it as the GM. And instead of hiring the next coach, he went down to the bench and said he'll coach, and the rest was history. He's been there ever since. I think he had a little bit of success as the head coach there, uh, winning, what was it, four titles, five? Five titles, right? Man. Yeah. Just uh, at San Antonio, of all places, as, as Charles Barkley, one of his favorite cities down there with San Antonio with those women. Uh, first Arnold Silbanger, Trust Tech Sign 501 says, Nick Saban, bad coach with the Dolphins, great coach with Bama. I don't count that because I feel like it's – I'm more referring to guys that got fired uh, because of their lack of success on the field and then came back and, you know, got it going. Because to me, Nick Saban, first off, he didn't get fired from Miami. He left Miami to go coach Alabama. So after he said repeatedly he wasn't going to Alabama, mm-hmm. that, and the the famous thing which I, I I'll never forget I guess was it at the time uh, they were saying there's rumors going around that they were going to pay Nick Saban crazy money of four million a year <laughs> and everyone was like no college football coach should make four million a year uh, well, well look where we are now uh-huh. comparatively I wonder, yeah I wonder if that was worth the investment for Alabama putting up four million dollars for Nick Saban certainly would say that's the case. Uh, also, 501, a different 501 says uh, Jeff Fisher also couldn't regain his magic after being with the Tennessee Titans. So, yeah, because what was the other job? Was it the Rams? Or, no, Rams, right? Yeah, yeah the Rams. Rams. He was, the, the, what was it? The, he was just 8 and 8. And was all, all he knew was like 7 and 9, 8 and 8 every single year. Wasn't horrible, but definitely wasn't great most often, more often than not. So, what's he doing these days? Do we know what Jeff Fisher's Jeff up to? Jeff Fisher? No. No, right. not. Uh, I felt like his name was always getting thrown around sometimes randomly for like a he was, he coordinator was with position. one of the other leagues for a bit. Not sure if he's still hmm. doing something. Yeah, I'd be curious because I, I didn't mind Jeff Fisher. And obviously, the success he had at the early parts of uh, the Tennessee Titans was what he was known for. But um, I know that anytime that there was again a, a job or a coordinator position opening up, people kept thinking. Oh, he's going to go to USC and whatnot when all that stuff was going on. Yeah, his alma mater. That's yeah. why, you know, the connections are there. So yeah. it was always, you know what? He is the GM of the Michigan Panthers of the USFL. Okay. Well, there you go. So that guy's been all or, over the place. Maybe that was just last year. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't have, you know how it'll say through present. Right. It right. just says 2022, so mm. maybe he's not still there. Mm. But they are currently playing football. Mm. Well, maybe they uh, maybe they has had a 500 record after uh, him being up there, and they decided to make a move. Don't really don't really know, but that, that's that's wild. Name I haven't thought about in a long time, old Jeff Fisher. And to talk about a dude, I okay, was, so yeah, he resigned. He did he, resign. Okay. Yeah, he was the head coach and GM, and he resigned. Mm. I'll tell you this: I was always very respective of him too because he stuck with that look. He did not change his look at all with the. Long hair, kind of the mullet and the goatee for 25 years. Stuck with that same look. Didn't want to change it up. It was a stash for the longest, and then he went to the goatee. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I love that also from the uh, 501 on our first Arkansas Vangerous text. It says, August 8th is just Jeff Fisher Day. You know, because 8-8 for that. You know uh, what that happens to be? What's that? My birthday. How about that? So you, <laughs> you, you get to celebrate your birthday on Jeff Fisher, Jeff Fisher Day. Day. <laughs> what an that's honor. That's funny. Yeah, what an honor. That's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. So yeah, uh, yeah. Keep those coming, folks. Uh, I said I like the 
the idea of uh, what's all going on by uh, by that too. In fact, I saw that I know it was on the zone, but we were talking about coaches and, and firings and all that. But someone was asking if uh, the Sixers would be interested in Eric Musselman. I immediately laughed at that. I was like, mm. no, I don't. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't want to say never, but. I think that the uh, Sixers are probably trying to get somebody, uh, I would think, again, try to get him someone established, maybe someone with connections to whoever Joel Embiid wants, you know, because he's their franchise player, so he definitely they'll wants have to have some input. input. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll talk to him about it, but it's not like they're going to say, yeah, whoever you like, that's who we're bringing in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're going to they're gonna hire the guy that, of course, that everyone's on board with and, and makes the most sense. But, uh, yeah, I guess because uh, James Harden, people keep saying he's going to go back to Houston. At some point, so or he re- here very soon. So that is a real possibility. And then the NBA draft lottery, when it, it, it takes place, and if Houston is, they have one of the highest percentage chances to get the number one overall pick. Mm. Now that could change the course of their franchise, and then that would entice a player like James Harden and some other players to maybe join in with the young core that they have in place. So because that's tonight. Tonight, tonight yeah. is the NBA lottery, which. Uh, I was looking it up. So the Pistons, the Rockets, and the Spurs. And the Spurs, which could change their course of history. Yeah, all, all at 14%. So they have the best odds of uh, all the teams all tied there, too. Which, I, mean, I know it's I know the Rockets situation or the Spurs situation, but, man, the Pistons, man. When are you guys going to get out of being one of the best ch- chances or have the best odds of getting the lottery? I feel like what it, you guys need to get out of that rut. I know that the Pistons have had their fair share of hard times, but good grief, man. You sh- they should be a lot better than what they've been showing the past decade. And the fact- they've been dealing with some injuries. Not only are they one of those teams that have been at the top of the draft, but then when they do get some of these players that they get at the top of the draft, they've been having some injury issues, so it's like they can't even get going in the right direction. So, yeah, Pistons, Rockets, Spurs are at 14%. The Hornets are at 12.5%. Then the Blazers are at 10.5%, uh, Magic at 9%, Pacers at 6.8%, uh, Washington at 6.7%, the Jazz at 45 the Mavericks at 3 uh, the Bulls at one8 the Thunder at one7 the Raptors at 1%, and then the Pelicans with a half percent chance. So, man, wouldn't that... I, I, keep, I know it's never always the teams that have the best odds, but keep waiting for when the longest shot team gets the number one like if the pelicans or you know the okc got the number one pick with just the lowest of odds yeah with the way it's set up that's uh that's not likely at all no no i just man that would be that'd be something wild with especially like okc who's had so many high draft picks uh for them it's like oh yeah uh, let's see what do we do with this number one overall pick especially with knowing some of the talents and uh, that comes along with it too so oh, we know whoever gets it no matter what team it is, what their situation is, we know they're drafting Wimbenyama. Mm-hmm. It's happening. And there, it, sometimes there's talks about trading out of that number one spot, which the Celtics did one year. And, uh, and that was the year that they were able to get Jason Tatum. So mm-hmm. it worked out well for them. But this year, there's no chance of that. Whatever team gets that number one pick, they're taking the number one pick. I feel like he has been the number one pick for ever since like the draft last year like it just he's been automatically like hey this guy's number one I, I'm trying to remember of a time where it's been like that much of a foregone conclusion for that long period of time but he's there's like just no no this guy's number one that's it it's like nobody else he's number one so uh, a lot of expectations are going to come along with that too but he's uh, seen some of the highlights and he's got it all he's got some talent to go around too so the question starts at number two like who's going to be the number two overall pick and then uh so that's where the biggest question of the draft will start. It, it's there now, and that's what it's going to be leading up to the draft. And whenever the draft happens, it's going to be all about who's going to be number two because we know who number one is going to be. Also, a few people uh, also chiming in on uh, First Arkansas Bank Trust text line uh, from 501 says, Is the NBA Muscleman's next step overall? Well, I, you know, I think we've been, at, we've been asked about this, and we've talked about this. I think so. Just if if I was a betting man, and I mean, I'd love, obviously everybody would love Musk to stay at Arkansas for as long as he possibly can and have him success, but we also know of uh, he's got a desire uh, about getting back into the NBA, I think, and proving himself once again that he can be an elite-level coach in the NBA. So I think that that, yes, it, it, when he leaves Arkansas, whenever that is, it's going to be because he 
goes to the NBA. I don't see him going to another college or, or anything like that, and just unless it's some other crazy circumstance. So Yeah, don't really don't see that happening. Uh, never say never on, you know, whatever the situation may be. It would have to be the right situation, the right school. But, yeah, that does seem most likely that it would be NBA for the next step. And then also 870 says that the Eagles fire Andy Reid. Yes. They did. Yeah. Yeah, so... Andy Reid is a great example of somebody that had a lot of success in one place and has had plenty more in the next place. Was he there? For, he was there for over ten years with the Eagles, right? Or close to it? A Somewhere decade? around there. Yeah. With the Chiefs, he's been there for close to a decade as well. Now that's great gigs when you just got two jobs in the NFL and you have so much success at those places that you make it to like double digit years at both stops. Obviously, he didn't win a Super Bowl until he got with the Chiefs. Now he's got two, but yeah, that's. That's one of those uh, retreads, if you would, that absolutely has worked out for Kansas City. Now, Andy Reid is Mr. Championship game because with the Eagles, they went to a number, and we've seen they've went to so many consecutive with the Chiefs. So championship games, that's he's, he's always going to give you a great chance of getting there. Now taking that next step, getting to the Super Bowl, and actually winning, it, it just shows how hard it is to do it. But he's going to give you a chance to get to that championship game. Oh, yeah. And listen, it's one of those deals that also worked out for Philadelphia with the Eagles because they won one Super Bowl since they let him go and played for one last year. And definitely the way that things are going and the way that they've drafted and the talent they're putting together, I don't think anybody would be surprised if they win one here pretty soon just because of how good it's looking up. So it's not like, oh, once they fired Phil, uh, Andy Reid that they're just looking back on it like, man – we haven't been the same since. Like, they've still moved on to have success themselves, just like Andy Reid has in But the, the thing City. about it, the coach that did deliver the Super Bowl, they let him go. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, it's the way, it, the way it is. And But, again, they let him go, and guess what happened? They played in the Super Bowl last year. They didn't win it, but they played in it. And so sometimes it just works out that way. Yeah, it worked out well on both parts because Nick Sirianni got him to the Super Bowl and uh, Doug Peterson coaching the Jags and seemed to have them going in the right direction. Yeah, that's another thing, too, is they keep forgetting that Doug Peterson's with being the Jags and where he was at and you know what he's doing and able to accomplish, and that, especially in that division, too. Uh, you know, again, retreads can work. They can. Not always, but they can. Uh, now the pressure is on, though, because mm-hmm. they saw the Jags get to the playoffs last year and saw how they kind of turned the season around towards the end. Now those expectations go up, so everybody assumes right away that Okay, now it's time to take that next step. You won the division last year. That should be a shoe-in. That's going to happen again. That's kind of how people are thinking. Mm-hmm. Automatically, you're going to win the division again. So now you got to get back in the playoffs, and let's see what happens from there about taking those next steps. But that's kind of how that pressure builds up because people expect, because of what they saw last year, it's only going to be better this year. There's no way that it can't be as good or better this year, it has to be better. Are they the, Who do you think has the most pressure as a team to have high-level success next year in the NFL, referring to? Because like, there's a few of them that's got, like, you know, even the Jets, like, they have high expectations. The Eagles, we it, just talked about them, high it, expectations. It may, it, it may fall squarely on the Jets. But, it might. Um, it's always going to be a few teams. The Cowboys, every year, they're going to be looked upon to have some type of success, even though they're in the same division with the Eagles. And so that's going to be competition right there in their division but there are those expectations that they're going to make a playoff run get to the Super Bowl win it at some point so the focus is always on them each and every year yeah I mean listen I think everybody's got pressure or expectations to go along with in the NFL like we talk about the Dallas Cowboys seems like every you know every year they, they got high expectations and they got a lot of pressures going along with it too but there can only be one champion at the end of the day of the Super Bowl so somebody's got to lose Somebody, in fact, 30, uh, 31 teams have to lose in that case. But, uh, yeah, it's it's way off. But, man, it's, it's it's amazing that even in the NFL, we can always already tell who's got the high expectations for this season and what needs to happen for them. In the NFC, I think the pressure is there more on some of those teams. So you can look yeah. at the Niners, the Eagles, because, you know, they're thinking that it's wide open. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little bit easier for them in the pathway to it, that's for sure. We are up against it. We're going to have what's trending in the world of sports. Coming up next here on Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday, so stay with us. Hello? Hey, I saw your car in Marketplace. When can I look at it? How about midnight at the truck stop? 
buying a vehicle shouldn't be a risky venture. See Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock and know exactly what you're getting when it comes to quality pre-owned vehicles. At Guadney, make a clean trade with a clean title and clear, simple finance options. Shopping new, Sierra 1500 at just 0.9%. GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. And how about anything on our lot with no payments for 90 days? Try finding that on Marketplace. Know what you're getting at Guadney Buick GMC. Hey, by any chance does the title say rebuilt? Absolutely not. The title says salvage, and that means foreign. Yeah, it's going to be a hard pass. I'm headed to Guatney Buick GMC. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low-T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatments, Low-T Center makes it easy. To get started on treatment, only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care. It's Justin Aker for Serta Pro, my go-to painter. I've used them for so many projects in a few of my homes over the years, and I've got a new project I'm about to get them to work on. It's an outdoor deck. Stain it, seal it, make it look great and protective for the future. Make an investment in your future by getting Serta Pro to paint the outside of your home and improve that curb appeal. If you're thinking about selling or just want to have a nicer place to come home to every day, Serta Pro can help with all of it. They'll help you with paint selection if you need it. They're going to clean up afterwards. You're going to be thrilled. Each Serta Pro painter's business is independently owned and operated. They live in your community. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Don't miss the Memorial Day sale at Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor for a limited time only. Enjoy up to 50% off store-wide. Plus, with extended hours, it's the perfect time to shop. They're more than a recliner store. Kick off summer with something new in every room of your home. Living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms, and accessories galore. With special financing offers to make your dream home a reality. Don't miss out. Visit Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor in Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock now and save. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, AutoZone is here to help. Get in zone, AutoZone. What if I need a new one? We have the right batteries right here at America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, And what if I don't know how to connect it? No problem. We have a how-to for you at AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Another 3-2 pitch is on the way to Peyton Stovall. Swung on, hit high in the air, deep right field. That one's going to go onto the roof of the Hunt Center for a grand slam. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market, been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. No payments for 90 days at Guadney Chevrolet, so don't worry about making any payments when you get into a new vehicle at Guadney. Get great deals on Blazer, Equinox, Trailblazer, Traverse, Silverados that are equipped with Turbo Max. That's 1.9%. It's available when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. 
Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. Going to have Trent Daniel, former Razorback, here in studio with us. Here in about 15 minutes, looking forward to catching up with him and what he thought about uh, the Razorback baseball team and entering into the final weekend. I keep it. I guess I can say weekend because it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So that's the weekend. Yeah, right? it, we'll it, it takes you into the weekend. Okay. Yeah, for sure. That's, and, and that's what's like one thing. It's like I keep hesitating to say because I don't consider Thursday the weekend. But some people do. Some people they do. start celebrating right then once it hits Thursday night because they know that a lot of times Friday work maybe. A little bit, uh, you, you don't have to put in as much work or as much time, and you get to get out of there a bit earlier, so that's why some people start their weekend on Thursday. A little thirsty Thursday action is what they're going to go along with. So, But, uh, but yes, it's uh, going to be going down this weekend. Also, uh, Hogg says on, uh, on Twitter, he says, hey, guys, are the live streams that you're doing via video recorded to where we can go back and watch and listen? And the answer is yes. If you go to the 103.7 The Buzz YouTube page, Every live stream that's up there, you can go back and, and watch it in its entirety. So, uh, But, yeah, the good, good looking out because we're still doing that. And uh, I guess uh, throughout this week, we're going to have more of our shows get added in, as well as Morning Mayhem and The Zone, and uh, where everybody's going to have their live stream. So if you haven't done it yet, be sure to uh, subscribe to our YouTube page at 1037Buzz, as well as the Facebook page and on Twitter at 1037Buzz. So you'll be able to watch and listen that way as well. All right, we know that it was a big, well, few days of sports, but there's a lot trending in it, so let's go ahead and talk about what's trending in the world of sports. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports presented by... West Rock Coffee. Uh, first off, we'll go ahead and get into the fact that again, so many coaches are uh, getting let go and fired, but the big one was, of course, Doc Rivers after three seasons have been officially dismissed from the 76ers, and we'll see if uh, he gets another job or if he holds out or, or whatever he may be doing, but still uh, in the NBA, man, you got a lot of expectations of the highly talented team, and they felt like in Philadelphia, Doc Rivers just wasn't getting the job done, so they decided to move on and go a different direction with him. But that's the way it goes sometimes, especially in the NBA. It's going to be interesting with Kenny Atkinson. He's the Warriors' top assistant. He's already had some interview opportunities this offseason, but with more changes coming about, it's going to be interesting with him. Do other teams also reach out to him? Yeah, I think that because I guess of all coaches, he's the one that definitely has like the most – like everyone's talking about is like, hey, this is the next big guy. Like this is the next dude that's about to be. Or is there Nick other ones? Nurse maybe fo- okay. maybe fall, falls into that category also. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I think that in, in the NBA, as, as we've been talking about, you're going to have guys with other opportunities that have coached before or assistant coaches that are coming up big. But uh, either way, they're they're going to be jobs that are highly sought after with the amount of talent that they have, especially with the 76ers and the team that they have too. Uh, also, in, in some other news too, I guess we're still waiting word and. Uh, about John Morant and, and the suspension that he has right now, indefinitely because of uh, the incident where he was caught on an Instagram Live uh, flashing a, a gun while driving in a vehicle. And just a, it's a weird situation all around. And, you know, I think that there's been people saying that it could be very, very, very severe punishment coming along. I guess we won't know until it's confirmed. But I do wonder about the timeline of, you know, what when that decision will be made. Is it something that's going to take a week or is it going to be here, like, Today, tomorrow, I don't really know. But something's going to happen to him for sure. Thinking right now that the NBA wants all the focus to be on the Eastern, Western Conference Finals. The finals come about. The draft is around the corner. So it, it could be a bit before something actually happens. And then we know that there's a quick turnaround where the, the players have some time off for a couple of months. And then they're right back in training camp. So 
by that time, for sure, we'll know something because uh, it'll be important to know how many games Ja is going to miss, and the Grizzlies have to know what their next steps need to be from there. Also, uh, when it comes to the NFL, something that a few teams are actually interested in, uh, the Jets this year are going to be hosting the Black Friday game, and we know that that's an interesting little twist of what the NFL has uh, usually done. But apparently, not only the Jets, but several other teams are very interested in hosting the Black Friday game annually. You know, something to where, you know, Cowboys and Lions always have that Thanksgiving game at home, and that's kind of been their tradition. But there's a lot of other teams, Cincinnati Bengals uh, being one of those, where they would like to be that team that always hosts that Black Friday game each and every year as a tradition like no other on the day after Thanksgiving. So That's where it is now. That's where, where it's gone that uh, we're used to having the Thanksgiving Day games. But it, it's something that uh, from the outside you would think that it'd be nice to rotate that and not have any teams that are locked into that game. But if you go along with the tradition that's there for Thanksgiving, maybe you go that same route. We know that the late game on Thanksgiving, that is one that rotates every year. There's not a team that's locked into it. Listen, I'm all for, uh, I like having the Cowboys and the Lions, which people are like, all right, who watches the Lions or whatever. I was like, hey, listen, I I always like to know those teams are going to be on. It's kind of a cool little tradition. So if there's a Black Friday tradition too, I think it'd be kind of cool just so you know every year, hey, that team's going to be playing somebody. So I'd be for it if they actually... Ended up making that happen. Uh, also in the NFL, too, Joe looks like the Steelers are going to be re-signing old Mason Rudolph back, at least according to reports right now. Uh, he signed a one-year extension that expired at the end of the 2022 season, and the Steelers allowed him to hit free agency back in March, but it looks like they're going to try to re-sign him this year, too. That just means that there was little interest on the free agent market for him, and he wasn't able to catch on with any other team. They, uh, they signed an undrafted free agent, at quarterback from Minnesota, Tanner Morgan. Mm-hmm. And uh, in rookie minicamp last week, he wore number two, and that is Mason Rudolph's number that he's worn in the NFL. So now that he goes back, if he resigns, does Tanner Morgan give up the number two, or does he keep two? Mason Rudolph goes with a different number, and then they kind of battle it out to see who ultimately makes the team. Whoever makes the team, they get the number two jersey. And also some college football news uh, just with Kansas State, who, of course, appeared in the first Big 12 championship in a decade. Their head coach, Chris Kleiman, has agreed to a new eight-year contract through the 2030 season. And I know we're talking about coaches and people that do a really great job with their respective schools or their franchise or whatnot. But to me, it's like if you can win at a high level at Kansas State, yeah, you deserve all the money and all the contract. Not saying that it's a terrible job, but it's one of the more difficult ones especially taking over after Bill Snyder, who's a legendary coach. So uh, he absolutely (laughs) deserves it, the fact that he made it to the Big 12 championship and had a really great year as well. He has a track record of winning on different levels. He won at North Dakota State for years. Yeah, so he he knows how to do it, but good for him getting a new contract. We'll have some other headlines too, but coming up next, we're going to talk a little Razorback baseball. Trent Daniel will be joining us here in studio. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned here on Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday. Then it's time you suit up and get in the game. Download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracen, today. Lift Truck Service Center has been serving the state of Arkansas for 50 years with your forklift and heavy equipment needs. Lift Truck offers a wide variety of brands such as Unicarriers, Princeton, JCB, and many more. 